Do you hear that? That is that fantastic finale music leading us into this podcast. Welcome and welcome to Mickey Kingdoms. This is our topic of the week segment where one of us each brings our topic that we want to talk about this week. It can be anything. Parks, movies, crazy ideas, whatever you'd like that we're going to talk about. Hi, welcome to episode three of Mickey Kingdoms. I'm Steve and I'm here with Sarah. Hiya. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is uh, our Mickey Kingdoms podcast where we talk all kingdoms uh, of Disney. Um, this week, we are going to have our two main topics of the week, and also we're going to have our spoiler-filled review of the first two episodes of WandaVision. So um, now let's go into our topics of the week. Sarah, what is your topic of the week? Well, I'm assuming it's going to be the same as yours, which is the canceled Disneyland annual pass. Yes, uh, I, that's, I think that's just going to be our... There's our main topic because there's just so much to talk about and it's it's also very sad and very um on it i guess it's not unexpected but it's unsure on what's going to happen yeah you know more about it so i'm gonna let you take the lead on that so disneyland is fully just sunsetting canceling the annual pass program there's no more annual passes will be sold no annual passes will be renewed. All annual passes are being canceled effective immediately. But um, you guys are getting similar... your refund, right? Yes, we do. Everyone will get a prorated refund um, on on the Disney site. They're, they are calculate. They'll show you how it's been calculated. Everyone will be getting refunds. And then the pass, the very interesting part, which makes me think about certain things, is the, I believe it's the the signature, the pass that is good for both Disney World and Disneyland is also being canceled unless you oh. go in and transfer it to a Disney World pass. Um, uh, so uh. Um, that's going to be interesting because I think that is signs that the way Disneyland works and Disney World works will be totally different moving forward. Um, there's been Rumors, uh, I've been on the Mice Chat forums, I've been listening to all kinds of podcasts about it. Um, annual passes, as they were before, are just never going to come back. When I say never, it's not in the plans. Like, it could, they could come back in 15 years, maybe. But as they are now, they don't think they're going to be coming back. So what do you think is going to replace it, if anything? Which... Um, there are th- th- there are several theories, and th- uh, this one I heard from Mice Chat, and, and this is from Dusty, who's very in the know. Um, and his, what he said we've made me more sad than what I think is going to happen. He basically said that there will be a, a membership that you'll pay monthly or yearly. They'll have different kinds, and it actually doesn't give you access to the theme parks. You'll get like uh, maybe some pins or some they'll, – they'll give you something that will make you connect to the park, and then you'll be able to get discounted tickets to the park. So like, like you know, how they have uh, rolling uh, amounts. So like during the summer, a one-day ticket's like $130 almost. And, and in slow times, which almost doesn't exist anymore, let's say in February – 
those same tickets are like $90. Um, so what'll happen is, Hey, you, you pay your membership, you get, I don't know, $30 off your ticket. Yeah. Every time you go. Um, that is one option that I think they may go with They They honestly, it sounds from people who know, it sounds like they don't know yet what they want to do. Um, and things may be very much in flux because with COVID um, and the lower uh, capacity, they just had to do this because as the most recent estimate of annual pass holders was 1.6 million for Disneyland. Yeah, that's too many. <laughs> um, we have so many annual pass holders. We only have two parks. And that's the main difference between Cal Disneyland and Disney World is Disney World has this massive park i mean this massive complex with four theme parks two water parks golfing all those things and it's a much smaller population that's nearby um so the annual pass holders don't control how they operate where in california in the last 20 years basically the way california and disneyland operates is all based on how annual pass holders go to the park and that's yeah. something that they have been wanting to change for a while and just didn't know how they kept raising the prices every year and everyone just kept paying it or just downgraded a pass and figured out a way to go anyway. Um, I honestly, this is me not knowing anything. I think they're going to go by a subscription model similar to almost everything's gone subscription. So yeah. um, I don't know if it'll be a yearly, a monthly, or maybe you have to do three months at a time. And this, this, and this would be way more expensive. This is the thing is these subscription models are going to be expensive. And the passes, when they do whatever they do bring back, are going to be prohibitively expensive compared to before. There's not, they, they were talking about already getting rid of the SoCal Select, um, you know, which was the pass I had, which is the cheapest pass. You can only go on weekdays, can't go on during the summer. But that pass was affordable. And if you could get days off and go, it was very convenient um but yeah i i think there's going to be a subscription where you're going to be paying like 150 200 a month and it's going to be like well you can go five times this month and you have to reserve when you go which it's way more than the passes before but that's still cheaper than if you pay for five day passes because five day passes like 500 is over 500 dollars yeah, but very few people are going to be able to afford that. Uh, that's the point. Yeah, I know, but that's, it still kind of sucks. That's, that's the point is even if 20% of P, uh, like, let's say only 25% of annual pass holders can afford that, guess what? That's, they made their money. Yeah. <laughs> and also, also um, it makes for a, a more enjoyable experience where it's not busy because Disneyland has become a place where, Oh, I can go do a large, even when you have like a slow day, you're the space mountain, Indiana Jones, those lines are almost never under 45 minutes. It, you know, it, it, and these parks and then even in they're like, they're just the Also, there's a lot of people who used to go, you know, maybe three, four times a year. Now they don't go as much. I know that's something they know from their – they follow up, and, and they track everybody who goes. They know your email, all that stuff. They notice that annual pass holders are going more, 
and some do spend a lot of money some don't some literally just go hang out like that's what some that was a perk like oh i'm just gonna go read, read my newspaper in disneyland well yeah uh, when i live gonna go get a cop yeah when i lived near um disneyland i would literally just go and walk around main street after work to just chill out <laughs> So un- unfortunately, that is really what they want to get rid of. They just <laughs> they want they want people coming in, spending money. So people are coming from out of town, or even from even if they're coming just for the day, but from further away, where they really are there to go do rides, go eat dinner, go get lunch, you know, buy some some uh, merchandise. That's that's what they're hoping to do. So it is still in flux. Um. It does make me sad because I've been pretty much a pass holder since 2006, I think. That sounds 2007. about right. Yeah. Um, I've had, and I remember I had the most expensive pass then. That was four hundred dollars. Now that yeah. same pass is over like it's like a thousand something. So I've definitely downgraded passes because I still love going. Um, and uh, some people are nervous as they think this might go. Um, if it's successful, this might go to all the parks. Um, I I don't know if that's going to come to Paris. Um, we'll see. Just they don't have the overcrowding problem. I don't believe. No. Um, that you do here, so that they you know they're always giving out discounts. So, and that's I think each park is going to cater and have their own way of working in this and how they sell tickets in this fashion. I know Disney likes to make everything the same. I just, it's not going to happen. Cause that's, and that's why I think so is because they canceled the past that goes to Disneyland and Disney world because they don't want anything connecting it because they're like, well, you do this at Disney world. It doesn't matter. It's different. Um, so, um, we will see, um, the days of, of me going to galaxy's edge just to go hang out there. Or it looks like they may be over unfortunate um and that makes me sad and also about avengers campus which is gonna open but it's one of those things where you know the times you will go it will be more enjoyable it's gonna be less busy um oh and then one thing i didn't mention about those subscriptions everything will now just to make they're gonna do everything they can to appear like it's giving you value um so obviously max pass will be included with all of them uh, which is the, you know, you can reserve on your phone, your fast passes ahead of time, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, it'll give you fo- photo pass, um, which were upgrades of the other. Now those are going to be mandatory. So they're going to be more expensive passes, but they're going to give you more features. And also, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried things like, hey, you have a $25 dining credit. Because um, a lot of these, a lot of companies make money on these subscription models because it's a balance of, people who go and use their credit, use that, whatever. But then the, 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 the people who say they didn't go to Disneyland that month during their subscription, guess what? That, that, that credit is only good for that month. That didn't cost Disney any money, you know, but they still got your subscription fee. So um, that's, that is a possibility, but it really does sound like nothing is in stone yet. A lot's going to depend on how, attendance is going to be post COVID and with no pass holders, we'll see how that goes. It might be really slow. Um, and they might get, I think they are going to be more flexible and what they'll do is they'll offer discounted day rates to Southern California residents, which they already do 
in the winter, like post Christmas, they always all, you can go to the grocery store and you'd be like, get three days for $150. Yeah. You know? So I think they're going to, that is going to be a more aggressive thing. And I feel like that's going to be a lot of the more cost conscious locals who like to go often. That's how they're going to be going to the parks more often is through that. It's um, they're And what's nice is those work on the weekends. So it'll be, you know, it's 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 you won't have the community they really want to get rid of that person who just comes in <laughs> after work go gets a coffee or just even if it's shopping because you know that means it's a parking space that means it's it, it just takes up capacity in the park um but it is it's it's a bit of a shock to the system because um it they almost opened in July, of course, before COVID had the second spike coming and California was not going to let large groups gather. Um, if it would have opened then, maybe these passes are still around. It's, it's, they did use this opportunity, which is, you know, this, this devastating pandemic to basically reset the business, which a lot of businesses are doing. So they're, they're going to be going to see what works best. Um, how do, you, how do you feel? Are you nervous that Paris will do something like that? Or what, what are your thoughts? I really doubt that Paris is going to go that way because it's just they, it's just a different mindset in Europe. And they're, they're still pushing people to get a year uh, annual pass over there. Like um, when uh, I got an annual pass, if you renew it, you actually get um, 16 months instead of 12 if you renew it before it expires and then on top of that you can get um guest passes for um now i think it's 30 euros per person which is just such a steal yeah, that's so cheap um that's so cheap yeah. so it's just and an annual pass is basically the price of two days so it's very silly not to get a year pass um and the discounts aren't as um, favorable as they were in the States. Like they, we still get good discounts, but it's like five and 10%. Um, while in the States, I believe you yeah. get 10 and 20, uh, depending on places. Well, the, the SoCal, we had 10 and 10. Okay. The, the more expensive the past, you get more discount. I think it goes up to 20% uh, yeah. for merchandise if you have the premiere or the signature premiere. Yeah, and we don't have the most um, expensive one, but the most expensive one includes access to the, the pools and the hotels. So even if you're not, you know, uh, even if you're not staying at a Disneyland hotel, you still have access to the pools and the spas and stuff. So um, I just feel like it's a completely different mindset. Um, so I don't believe that um, they're going to cancel the annual pass over in, Dis in Disneyland Paris, but I, I'm not 100% confident, but I'm fairly sure. That well, uh, I guess that's uh, all we have on the passes. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out on, on the situation as it's in flux, but I don't expect any news coming in um, about the passes, even once they open for COVID. It's going to be a while before they have any kind of plan or membership or pass set up. Um, and with that, we'll go into our spoiler-filled review of WandaVision. And we're going to have 
a quick listen to that Marvel intro music. Okay, so Sarah. Yes. What are your? Let's do a quick spoiler-free just thoughts on the first two episodes. Okay. Um. Well, I very much enjoyed it. It had very much an I Love Lucy bewitched and it's sometimes Hitchcock feel. Um. Maybe even Twilight Zoney. Um. And that's stuff that I really, really enjoyed growing up. So for me, it, it was very enjoyable. It very much had the black and white sitcom down. Um, it, it was, uh, I really liked it. Even if um, I didn't exactly know what was going on, I watched them more than twice, the first two episodes, um, just because I wasn't picking up on some things. I was just trying to watch it all. Um, but yeah, it was very enjoyable. Um, what did you think? I love this. I loved it so much. I've already watched them both three times. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it just like you said, it, it really nails the 50s for the for the first episode and the 60s and the second episode sitcoms. Um, they are just enjoyable sitcom episodes, even if they did not link into the Marvel Universe. And, um, you know, the Elizabeth Olsen and uh, Paul Bettany just ham it up. They're having a blast, you know, and uh, it's, it's, you know, the production, the, the camera angles, you know, the, the three camera setup, everything just, just so genuine that uh, you're just enjoying watching a, a show made in 2020 look like a 1950s show. Um, and, but that does seem to be an issue with some people. I, it, the large majority of people seem to really be enjoying the show. Um, but there is that generation that's a little younger than us. Like, you know, we watched this, um, you know, Nick we, at night. we had that, but then also Nick at, Nick at night had it, but the generation after us, you know, people in their low, you know, low twenties, they didn't have that. So maybe it, it appears that some of them are like, oh, I don't get it. It's boring. A lot of the nods to the 50s and 60s, just there's, there are no nods because they don't have that experience. So they're just waiting for more Marvel stuff to happen, um, which I can understand. But I honestly could just watch – like, and it, and it makes sense that they released both of these episodes um, at the beginning because they, they – without spoilers they definitely seem to be different than the rest um and uh and i think people would be chomping at the bit if there was only one of these and then we'd have to wait another week for that second episode and then no plot is moving forward as fast as people were maybe hoping um so do you have any other thoughts before we go into full spoilers uh i think everything else i have to say is spoiler filled Okay, all right. We are going 
full spoilers. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Come back. Um, or you can fast forward to our next segment. But we are going full on spoilers for episodes one and two of WandaVision. Okay, now that we are in the spoiler zone, I have so many notes. <laughs> I have so many notes, too. I have, okay. So, um, you know, I don't even know where okay, to start. Okay, let's start so, with know, Agnes, the, the, int- the noisy, the nosy neighbor. I, I, let's, let's go with the intro. Oh, first. okay. Okay. All the way. Okay. Uh, like, oh, we're going intro. Like, the intro for both episodes have hexagons. That's that right now with six points. Uh, the first one you have just a hexagon symbol. The second one you have the moon with the with the six infinity stones around. And you got the infinity stones right there. Then of course you have the the opening uh, music from the first episode is written by the EGOT winners of C- Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez from Frozen. Um, and then uh, yes, I'll let you. We can talk about uh, Agnes right now. Okay, so. Agnes, the nosy neighbor, I, um, there's connections that people think that she's Agatha Harkness, which in the comics is a fellow witch. And um, they, the, um, the Agnes character person, she helps Wanda get pregnant by vision because she's an android. You can't just do it like normal. So there's a hint because she's wearing a brooch that's very similar to the one in the comics, but are people just reaching or do you think she actually is Agatha Harkness or do you think that she might be another character or somebody monitoring her? So Agatha Harkness dates back to the Salem witch trials. Um, She also has helped Wanda and in this episode you notice she 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 comes in and is always the helper. Yeah. So is 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 she trying to help Wanda get through whatever is going on? Um because Or is she monitoring her? This possibly. Mm-hmm. Um I, we're going to have theories we'll, let's, <laughs> I guess we can break down these episodes first and then we'll go through our theories about what's going on okay um but um you know she definitely is is and she also references there's a lot of devil references which 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 um you know that that could lead to uh oh my goodness i forgot his name now mephisto so is the big bad guy gonna be mephisto um because she when she mentions her husband we never see him and then she also says when also uh in the second episode, she talks to uh, Geraldine. Um, you know, she's talking. Yeah, about, but Geraldine's I mean, not me, really she's, Geraldine. She's talking to Dottie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's talking to Dottie. <laughs> it says the devil's in the details, and she says that's not all he yes. said. Is she referencing her husband? Yeah. I don't know. Is her husband Mephisto? I don't know. Um, I, we're, we're still jumping all over the place because that's episode two. Let's go back. <laughs> episode one. Literally, some of the first lines in the show made me almost cry because she hits him in the head with a plate, and she's like, oh, you're an indestructible head, and we know it's not indestructible. Well, yeah. because they know so Definitely not. Um, and then, so, you know, they have their talk. He goes to work. Um, 
he is like, why, what do we do at work? What's going on? Like, what, what are we selling? What are nothing is, are the, is there somebody, are they using vision to calculate something? But, is vision being used to do something? So do you think that this is post end game? Oh, for sure. It is post end game. There's no doubt about it. So vision no longer exists. Well, Wanda could remake him. So Wanda, so well, well, this is this is a world. So okay, we'll go. I guess we'll go into theories. Um, in the theories, like Wanda is the most powerful in the comics mutant. She's not a mutant here. She's a miracle. Um, is what they call it because they didn't have well, the, the right. She was created. It, it, and this, and, well, she's the son of she's well she yeah with in the, the mind here, stone. but in the comic she's the son. Of, no, she wasn't. She was not created with the mind uh, stone. Yeah, Wolfgang von Strucker. They experimented on Wanda and Pietro with the mind stone and gave them their powers. There, that is not in the movies at all. Yeah, huh? When, when, when? The Strucker guy. I, I just watched Age of Ultron the other day. Literally, there's the, there's the after, after credit scene. Uh, uh, yes, but after credit scene, they're like, they're locked up. After credit scene, they're locked up. He, you don't ever see them getting experimented on. No, but it's heavily implied that they were they were created. I will disagree. Well, you know, because you know that they lived before. They're not no, I mean, because they even referenced they hate Stark because were created. Like they're not. Like, oh they're no, because they re- they reference they reference they reference their powers pre Strucker. Are you sure? Yes. Hundred percent. Guarantee you. Yes, hundred okay. percent. The Strucker did not give them the powers. He wanted to control them with the with with the mind. See, stone. I was convinced that Strucker experimented with the mind stone on them, giving them their powers. The Mind Stone can't give powers. That's also one thing. The Mind Stone can control, and that's it. Ah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, no, we, we, that is something that for sure, like, no, that's, okay, let's get back. Um, where were we? Um, She's powerful, and she can create vision, le- you said. Okay, let's let's go. Let's let's stop with our theories and let's go through the episodes first. Uh, we keep getting sidetracked and doing stuff. So so you know they have the gag, the indestructible head. Um, you know, is is Vision computing something at work? Let uh, you know. They, like I said, quickly jump in if you have an idea. But we'll we'll discuss our overall theories after. And then then you have the you know you have the the Stark toaster commercial. It's the first time you see red light. Also. You hear the Iron Man. The you also suit. Hear the Iron Man. Yes. Voices. And you hear, uh, uh, you hear a bomb beeping at the end. The beeping changes to a bomb. That is in reference to um, the bomb that the that one that Wanda and Pietro, um, you know, saw when they when their whole family was killed um, by a Stark. Oh, okay. Uh, tech, um, and then. Um, also, uh, after uh, the, the whole joke of they don't know what the anniversary is, you know, the main gist of the of the of the episode, they find out. Oh, it's actually our our, our boss. I have a dinner from our boss, 
So, you know, you have the whole dinner scene, all that. Uh, like you said, uh, Agnes comes in to help always. Um, when the wine that they pour. Oh, yes. Is, is Maison de Mépris, which doesn't translate to house of, well, Maison is house it's of house French. Contempt. So it's house of contempt. It's house of contempt, yes. But you could also think house of M, which in the comics mm -hmm. is the, what this is definitely, this definitely is taking elements from the comics of that comic and 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 also uh from the vision comic um then uh you they have dinner they go ahead and uh their guests are asking them questions and they don't know their answers to anything when they start pushing vision's boss starts choking. yes which to me and also was this, at this Hitchcock, moment mm -hmm. wasn't it Yes, but the, and, and the, yes, because the camera angles change, it becomes more modern. That's not the three camera sitcom anymore. Um, and you have the wife who's like, "Help him! Help! Uh, stop it! Stop it!" And she goes from saying "stop it" to her husband to now it seems like she's aiming that "stop it" to yeah. Rhonda. Uh, and then she's like, "Vision, help!" And Vision pulls out what appears to be the strawberry that was the only strawberry that was made earlier in the episode. Um, and then uh, well, everything is fine. The boss acts like nothing happened. You know, major sitcom trope. Everything's back to normal. They leave. That's the end of the episode. They, uh, Wanda does give themselves some rings. And uh, then we go to the end credits. Well, there's like three layers of end yeah. credits. There's the show end credits. And then you zoom out and you see that there's some type of agent watching this on a CRTV. Um, and you see the sword symbol. Yes. Now, um, for some people who might not know, sword stands for the sentient world observation and response department, which we learn about in, was it Captain Marvel? So we aren't sure. A lot of people thought that sentient world observation response division was hinted at after the last Spider-Man movie where Nick Fury is actually in space yes! on a spaceship, and people think that That's that is sword. So this, though, there has been tops trading cards linked to the WandaVision show. This is a different sword. This is actually sentient weapon observation response uh -huh. division. So is Wanda a weapon? Are they trying to keep track of her? We don't know. And then, then you have the actual credits which are in the style of very much of how Wanda rearranges reality in the comics in House of mm -hmm. M. She breaks down in House of M, and then I can just do a quick brief in House of M, which we know this is not the same thing. House of M, she literally rearranges the entire world. And, uh, and this is all based on a mutant storyline, so it's going to be different. It's not spoilers for what's going to happen. And she rearranges the entire world. Uh, because of how upset she is of, of what has happened. And I won't ruin that storyline for you either. So, okay. That's episode one. <laughs> now episode two. We have the Bewitched intro. Heavily, not just heavily influenced. It's like, hey, the, we are doing the Bewitched yeah. intro. Um, I have so many notes just in this intro. So like I said, there's the moon. It literally starts on the moon and then you have the six points, which are the six infinity stones. Um, then, uh, when, when, during the cartoon area in between the floorboards, there are two references to the vision comic. Um, there is the Grim Reaper helmet, who is the bad guy. 
Um, so maybe we'll see the Grim Reaper in this show. Um, his helmet is very similar to uh, uh, Galactus's helmet. It's in between the forwards. And then there's also Bones, which is probably referencing Sparky, uh, the dog from the Vision comic. Um, and then in the grocery store section, you have a poster that says Bova Milk. Bova was actually an evolved cow created by scientists to serve as a midwife for Wanda and Pietro. Okay. Um, and then also, you, and then also, there's Auntie A, which people think that may be a reference to Agnes uh, or Agatha Harkness. Um, and then um, that's that's it for the intro. That, and there, there's some other things, but like, like we're going to be an hour on this. Um, so, you know, there's the whole gag about you hearing something hitting the window, which is definitely not what's happening. Something is hitting something. Um, they, Vision and Wander are scared. Um, you know, the, also the setup of the beds is very 50s. They're separate, just like I Love Lucy. Uh, they get scared. They put them together. They find out it's just a tree hitting the, the window, even though it's not what it sounded like at all. Um, and then they have a gag, and then they all get uh, comfy under the covers together. Um, and then they go, uh, and then, uh, they talk about their plan. Uh, Wanda has to go meet up with, uh, the, uh, women planning this, uh, charity event. Um, and, and, and Vision says he's going to have to go meet up with the neighborhood, neighborhood watch guys. Um, then on her way out, uh, Wanda notices something, and this is also one of the only col- colors in the episode. The so helicopter. Far. A red thing in, in her little rosebush. Yep. The helicopter now has a sword symbol mm-hmm. on it. Um, what do you think that means? Is it a real helicopter? Is it a helicopter is- that she remembers or that's entering her subconscious? Oh. No, I, I, well, I have, I have theories. Let's go through the episode because I have like a million ah. things to say. Um, like it, it, it's, it's, is it a, an ant? Is it Ant-Man tech that shrunk the helicopter? Did she shrink the helicopter? Who came in on that helicopter? Because we're about to see someone join the episode that hasn't been in the other episode yet. All that okay. kind of stuff. Um, so um, so a- Agnes shows up, um, and uh, they all go off on their way to the pool area where they're having their meeting about the the – oh, one thing I forgot. I'm sorry. When they breathe before she leaves, her and Vision are talking about their their magic show that they're gonna have the box the uh, the 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 what's it called the closet of illusion mm-hmm. they have has the Mind Stone on it, um, and so <clears throat> excuse me, um, so at, at the meeting you know we we meet Geraldine, mm-hmm. um, which. We, this isn't a spoiler. They they announced it in casting and the trailers. Like she is Monica Rambo, which is the daughter of Captain Marvel's best friend. Yes, which we have already seen in Captain Marvel. Yes, we've met her as a little and, girl, and her mom was a pilot. Yes. So did did Geraldine or slash Monica Rambo? Did she get into this bubble flying a helicopter? Oh, her? you see it that way. Life. I see it. As her as a sword agent. Monica yep. Rambo. Well, yeah. But that's how she Oh, you in. think she got in on the helicopter. I just think that she's somewhere else in her subconscious. Um, 
I, I, I will go into theories <laughs> after this. Um, we're, we're getting there. So they have the, well, they have their, uh, their meeting, um, very creepy for the children vibes every time. And then literally they keep mentioning children. You do not see a single child in this episode. That's true. Um, which is also very creepy. Um, you know, they, uh, they have their meeting about the, uh, the talent show. Um, Dottie um, then talks to Wanda. Wanda is, again, um, not happy with questions happening. Nothing happens. Also, the radio starts saying, Wanda, Wanda, who's doing this to you, Wanda? What's Which is totally on, Randall and Park. So, oh, yeah, that, that we know. We know he was, that's his voice. He was cast. Uh, Randall Park was in Ant-Man. That's Agent um, Jimmy Wu. He, he makes sure he doesn't violate parole and yep. stuff. Yeah, so he's maybe now be a, a sword yep. agent, um, which is possible. Um, and, of course, uh, Dottie breaks the glass and blood shows up in the hand. And weirdly, like 10 seconds later, it's like nothing happened. Um, we have the Strucker watch commercial. Um which is just, and we have the same two people in the commercial that were in the first commercial, on this commercial. Um, I believe those are actually Wanda and Pietro's parents. But oh, also. interesting. Um, um, so um, then we go to Vision. Vision is at um, the Neighborhood Watch thing. These guys are the biggest gossips in town. You think the women are bad? These guys, they're not doing any work. They're just gossiping. Um, Vision wants to be <laughs> part of it. Um, he ends up being offered big red gum by Red. Mm. A lot of Scarlet references in here. A lot of Devil references in here. Um, and Vision accidentally swallows the gum, and he is now drunk as <laughs> drunk. Vision was so fun. I, 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 it, it, you, you see. I, I liked how they did like a, car, uh, a animated where you see the gum goes down and it like gums up. It was his very ears. bewitched. Wow. So you can, like, yeah. So next thing you know, we're at the talent show. Uh, the talent show is is is. Paul Bettany just hamming it up as Drunk Vision. Basically, he keeps doing real magic, and Wanda keeps trying to make it look like it was fake, and that is that entire scene. It is hilarious, very funny. They also um, bring in uh, Geraldine again as part of One Magic Act. She's like, what happened? Um, but that whole scene is a joy, um, but that's basically that. Um, and then after that... Um, it was a successful. Everybody loved it. They go home. Um, all of a sudden, they talk about it. All of a sudden, Wanda has a little bump. She has a little yeah, bump. Yeah, she's like four um, months pregnant. And, yeah, so, and, uh, well, you know, they got, they did the little, you know, baby making at the beginning of the episode. So, is that happening? Is Wanda making it? That's, that's something we're going to have to find out. We don't know how powerful wanda is in the comics she is literally one of the most powerful beings ever here we don't know she is very very powerful but we don't know what she can and can't do and then um they hear something outside again they go outside and uh they see something coming out of a manhole which first of all that manhole at the beginning of the episode was not there um and you have a guy in a beekeeper outfit getting out with bees 
and the sword logo on and his back. Wanda just goes, no. Yes, sword logo on his back, and she just goes, no. Boom, rewinds back to in the house. And then, so obviously she's in control. That's like the first time where we're like, she is in control for sure. There's no doubt about it. She is controlling what's going on. Um, or she has the ability to, whether she's always controlling, I don't know. Um, and then we get another, they have another endearing moment. Vision now all of a sudden is in color. Wanda now basically looks like she turns everything in color. And if you notice on the wallpaper in, that, in, in, the, in the dining area, the fort slash castle that they were held by Strucker is there, uh, is the image of that castle is on the wall. Um, and uh, that is the end of that episode. Uh, also, it same thing, zooms out of the TV, um, and we just hear, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Okay, so now that we've gone through the two episodes, what what are some of your your, your theories and notes? Well, my main my main theory is that somehow she's trapped in her own mind. Whether or not it's a coping mechanism okay. or if someone is doing it to her, she's trapped. We're trapped in her mind. We're seeing what she's created well, I- in her brain which is just a happy ending with vision, which, you know, is perfect because in 50 sitcom life always ended perfectly. So you, okay. Have you seen all the trailers? No. <laughs> you might want to watch the trailers. Cause that no, because trailers always ruin things for me. So I purposely avoid trailers. Okay, well, trailers, you can't call some No, you can, you can say what you want, but I purposely avoid okay. trailers. This isn't for sure. For sure. But there are glimpses of, like, a big okay. red dome. And also, this is knowing what happened in the comics. This is happening in real life. She's controlling everybody. She is creating yeah, but do you think town. it's in her mind, or do you she think it's is... like a Truman Show type situation? No, Truman Show. Like she is So it's full on and it's not just in her head. No, like what is in her head she makes happen in real life. Okay. Um and I think we may end up with some flashbacks. I, that's the thing is I don't know is she creating vision is vision real? Because vision does have scenes. That's of- what bothered me because that ruins my theory as well because so it's like she, if why would she see him at work if it's in her mind you know which makes me think that vision is back like he is back in some form or fashion did she was she able to did they she re, rebuild the 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 mind stone somehow did that happen you know did we don't know but I, he he does seem to be back um also, Geraldine Stats Monica Rambeau is someone that she has never met. Why would she make her up? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's things we don't know. In my theory, there's things we don't know. And so, like, oh. she's, the, the, like, I don't know if there would be flashbacks or whatnot, but she's recreating people she's come across and she's putting it in her brain. So, in my okay, so theory. That, and, and, 
like Monica, she met Monica and but she's put and Agnes, but she's putting them in a different situation in her mind, in her little fake reality. So the the reason I think it's different with Monica Rambeau slash Geraldine is every time she meets somebody, she's they say hi, they say their name, there's no like no like uh doubt, right? Because Wanda's probably had this plan. Geraldine, I think, got in like well, on that helicopter somehow or whatever. Because when she meets Geraldine, Geraldine doesn't know what her name is at first. Okay. She goes, hi. And she's like, and then she's like, oh, uh, uh, Geraldine. I think that's Wanda in her mind giving her a name because this wasn't planned. Um, so um, we have that. Um, so you think she's being like held captive? Yeah. Because why would somebody be going, who is doing this no. to you? No. People don't know what's going on because there's a big red dome. She's created this town. She is controlling everything. Maybe these some of these people were in this town. Um, I feel that Agatha is someone either was sent or somehow is helping uh, uh, her in some way. Uh, maybe she gave her she maybe she taught her how to do this. Maybe she went to her because she needed help with this because she didn't want to live in the real world without vision that we don't know but it is this is a like yes truman show wanda is in control and controlling all these people and and the only person she's not controlling is vision um um and i think these people are like when i say controlling like they've given she gave them a role a thing to do and they go do their thing um but then when they do normal things like ask them questions wanda something is wrong because wanda doesn't have these answers because she is she's she's so who's the dude in the beekeeper suit then Um, so the beekeepers that's a sword agent who snuck in somehow maybe um because she's not in control of that that was a surprise and then she said no and like she like i said she powerful in the comic she literally rearranges the entire yeah. world and controls everyone mm-hmm. in the entire world this is the same thing just on a smaller scale it's like one town um and then also you uh, there's you know the the beekeeper outfit can also be a reference to i uh, advanced idea mechanic agents which had look had outfits that look like beekeepers last time we saw advanced idea mechanics that was in iron man 3 um so that, that that could just be a reference. I don't think that. See, I thought that it way. would be like somebody um, in a hazmat suit, but she changed it to a beekeeper to more relate to a suburban setting. Well, she possible, but yeah, it, it's. I think it's it's that beekeeper, and there's literally bees around him. Is that maybe do the bees represent some type of like? force field that they had around him Maybe. that was protecting him you know and 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 everyone just saw it as bees um, <laughs> excuse me but, um, it sounds like, <laughs> yeah, you. it sounds like we're gonna learn more moving forward in each episode it's gonna be more and more and then if you've seen the trailers we're gonna be going decade by decade so what we have we're at we're next episodes in the 70s which is episode three 80s episode four uh 90s uh, episode five, 2000s episode six, 2010s episode seven, and then there's two more episodes. So I th- I feel like we're gonna be doing decade by decade, and those last like two episodes are gonna be where like things are going okay. crazy. 
but we'll see. Um, I know that we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, and we'll keep, uh, we'll probably be into, uh, to fine tune our theories as the, as episodes and go. You can keep telling me I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> and then, and, and then a few more things is, is she does in the comics, she does get pregnant. She ends up with twins that are wicked and speed. So, and speed is very similar to Pietro, like very yeah. fast character. And Wiccan is also just another witch. Um, and so are they going to do this? Cause they're part of the young Avengers at some point, And there are a lot of young Avenger characters showing up in the next few well, shows Kevin, movies. Fe- sorry so, to interrupt you. Kevin Feige, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, Feige. Uh, he did say that this WandaVision will set up plots for Doctor Strange multiverse um, and the new Spider-Man. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did introduce mm-hmm. new characters that would help move things along to the next phase. Yeah. I I think it's going to be more like she's breaking reality. Is she is she jumping in like is she did she bring vision from another multiverse like oh, another maybe. universe? Uh, is that what or 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 did she get a mind stone that was in another universe and put it back into this vision? We don't know. Like it could be so many things. We, we we've heard casting rumors that there's gonna be all these Spider Man and Spider Man movies. So there's definitely oh, multiverse stuff there. Um, like, I could see um, Mephisto be a bad guy, multiverse of madness, because they did mention that it's most more like of a scary movie. So having literally Marvel's version of the devil being the bad guy would be, you know, pretty cool. Um, so, but um, I think we have talked as much as we can about this, and um, and we'll, we're just gonna move on to Disney Gem. our Disney Plus gems. And now for our Disney Plus gems. Mine wanted to, well, I wanted it to be the Brave Little Toaster, but fun fact, only the sequels are on Disney+. Plus. Yes, Um, so I I looked it up, and Brave Little Toaster is not on there, but the sequels, which is the Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue, and then the Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars, are available on Disney+. Plus. For people who don't know what the Brave Little Toaster is, it's Toy Story before Toy Story. (laughs) It's basically household appliances um, that uh, come to life and then they uh, pretend that they're not alive when humans are around. And I actually didn't know this, but in the um, a lot of the original Pixar people uh, worked on the Brave Little Toaster. Um, So yeah, that's I, I so apparently there's licensing issues because the first one was distributed by Hyperion and then the sequels were distributed by Disney. So hopefully the licensing issues get sorted out so that I can watch the Brave Little Toy Toaster, which is as old as I am. <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember I remember the original scared me a little Yeah, bit. I mean there's scenes. definitely some adult moments that are kind of no. scary, but it's still good for kids and adults, and it's it's a good movie. I really oh, yeah. really wanted to watch it. 
Ah oh, man, that's something I haven't. That's something I haven't seen. I'll have to check it out. Um, okay, well that's the brave little toaster, which is not available. <laughs> Mine is it's not available. The sequels. The sequels, the sequels are the sequels just sequels as good. Together. You don't have to see the first one. Okay, go. <clears throat> so my Disney Plus gem is Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, we've all been quarantining. We've been inside. Haven't gone outside, especially in California. We can't go to any theme parks, none of that. Well, guess what? I went and visited <laughs> Animal Kingdom through Disney Plus. Um, this is this is very similar to Secrets of the Zoo, uh, any other like zoo reality show, except it's it's it does have more Disney touches. It's wonderful. You're you, you get to know the animals at Disney Animal Kingdom and 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 the and the trainers and uh, veterinarians who take care of them and the keepers um it's it's great i really hope they make more seasons um i don't know it's disney plus has not been great about announcing if shows are getting second seasons or not um i know there was brief announcements that the world according to jeff goldblum was getting a second season but but that was pre-covid so i know a lot of stuff's being delayed um because of you know, being able to travel and record. I know a lot of things are shut down in LA because of COVID. But uh, no, the the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom is great because it's it's not it's about the animals, but also you do they do bring in Joe Rody does do some you know comes in and, and who recently retired and 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 talks about some of the Imagineering that went into uh, you know the the habitats and also the Imagineering like. That, that it's not just for the guests, but for the animals and how they, they try to, to find a good balance of having these animals live as close to their natural life as possible. Um, it's a great show. Um, Disney Animal Kingdom is one of my favorite parks, and it's, it's, it's really nice. And this is just a great, like, relaxing show to watch. And then the, you get to know the keepers and all the wonderful people taking care of these animals. And now if I go back to Animal Kingdom, I know the animals' names. <laughs> I feel like I know the animals more. So they're your friends. You'll friends. have to introduce me. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So that's going to be our Disney Plus gems for the week. Now we're going to go into our Kingdom Keeper segment. And now for our theme park segment, Kingdom Keepers. Okay, Sarah, what, what is your news from the My parks? news you, is something that I got in an email literally minutes before this is that Disneyland Paris announced that they are no longer opening February 13th as was previously announced. And um, hopefully, depending on the COVID situation, they are hopeful to reopen April 2nd. But of course, that depends on the situation of you know, everything that's going around Paris and stuff and surrounding countries. So that's all that I got. Yeah. And and just for people who are listening to the podcast, they don't know. I live in San, in Southern California, in San Diego. Sarah lives a few uh, in Belgium, a few hours from Disneyland Paris. That's why we reference <laughs> Paris and Disneyland a lot. That is the that's true. We've never said um, that. It's like, oh, my so, park is. Um, why? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why is, why is, 
person sound from there from America is always talking about Paris. There's a lot um, of UK people that go to Disney so that, Paris. Well, now with Brexit, who knows? But yeah, um, do, do, well, do, 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 you you yeah, very well, much sound obviously. like you're from the UK. No, um, but no, it, it sh- okay. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, so we don't know when it's so, going to open up okay, again, well, and yeah, hopefully, yeah. you know, it, it's because they want to do things as safe as possible. I went when they opened. Um, and they were very safe. They were telling people, you know, and, and I didn't feel um, uncomfortable uh, in the parks because they were very, very over the top with their safety. But um, obviously they, you know, depending on um, France's regulations and whatnot, they're just opening as soon as possible. But hopefully April 2nd, if not later, obviously. Okay. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully things are getting better as vaccines are getting out there. We can hopefully, I hope by the fall, we start getting to some kind of new normal. Um, so my 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 news this week is going to be the new Star Wars trading outpost oh, yeah. at Downtown Disney. So well, there's been a there's been a temporary Star Wars store which overtook the Wonderground Gallery, which is a bit of a bummer because. I love the Wonderground Gallery. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I love the Wonderground Gallery, and they have. And here's the thing: I don't usually buy the art, but well, I love exactly. going there. Exactly, it's, it's not doing well. Spot. People we don't buy the every art. Time we go. Well, I, I bought I bought my shirt there that you hate. You don't wear it by the artist. Um, I, I forgot his name. Um, but no, I well, I bought a few things there. It, it's it's a really very cool store. Um, they have a lot of artist signings there, but it has been recently taken over by Star Wars, which is selling a lot of the Galaxy Edge merchandise. Well, they probably have noticed that that was a thing that a lot of people were like, hey, where'd Wonderground go? What's going on? Well, the old Rainforest Cafe location, which has been closed for several years now, is being converted to a rebel base. And that will become a new Star Wars trading outpost. And Ray's speeder will be out there. It's being redone by Imagineers. I'm really excited for this because Um, when they announced that, I was like, that's perfect. With the Rainforest Cafe decor and everything outside, they won't even have to change that much on the outside. Yeah, there's going to be just some slight – there's just going to be some slight changes. They're going to be changing it to, like, the the temples that you see on Yavin 4. Um, and, um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a cool Star Wars shopping experience. Cause it, it's, it's not just a, a quick layover to said like them mentioning that it's being done by Imagineers. I'm assuming that there's going to be a decent amount of work done. Um, now my hope is obviously this is only going to take that first area. If you know, the rainforest cafe, um, it had like a shopping area at the beginning and then the back, there was a massive restaurant. Uh, my well, there was is, a little bar area too, hey, right? This shopping area is store. Yes. Oh, yeah. They they had like aquarium and everything. Man, they could they could totally make that into like cr- fake creatures areas. You know, like mm-hmm. terrariums, all kinds of stuff. We'll see what they do. But my hope is they use the shop area now. Notice it's doing well, and then they convert the back into a. That Star could Wars be restaurant. cool. Would you want like little Ewoks and stuff instead of the animals? <laughs> Or little Jawas. <laughs> well, I don't know if they would. Well, I don't know if they would have like a bunch of animatronics, but they could. 
like convert that back area into some kind of cantina or something. Yeah, type but of see, if Star they keep Wars the like jungle um, theme, I want Ewok animatronics. I will be disappointed at anything less. <laughs> I, well, it's it's Yavin's, it's, so it, it might it, it's Yavin Four. So my guess is that that restaurant would be on Yavin Four, which means maybe the the waiters would have uh, rebel outfits as the as their uniform. Um, I don't know if I don't I don't I don't think they would keep any of that jungle outside stuff, uh, like animatronic stuff. I think all that's got, either has been torn out or has or will be torn out. Um, so we'll see cause I think because I totally redoing the That's inside. true. If uh, if they the use the whole place, it would be a giant store. Oh no, there's no way. They're only using what was which was already a big store area. Rainforest Cafe had their opening store area. Yeah. And and that's probably what's gonna be used um, for now. And then, yeah, the back, the the, rain, the rest of the that rain, old rainforest mm-hmm. cafe is massive, so they, they they have plenty to work with. And I think they've decided that that hotel they were thinking about building there is just not happening literally anytime soon, not in the next decade. Um, and if uh, so, well, they're probably like, well, we've had this empty for forever. Let's actually use it. Um, and. Uh, yeah, that sounds like uh, like that's a possibility. But anyways, I'm what we know for sure is we're gonna have a new Star Wars trading outpost, fully imagineered, instead of this temporary one in the underground gallery where everything's just white on the wall <laughs> and they had like a tarp on the sign. So, um, and I think the next step after that is I could see an Avengers store hitting downtown, but yeah. that's just for another day. Um, do you I... have any thoughts? Well, I mean, I about, think I already about, shared about everything I got to share. Perfect. Well, that is it for this episode three of Disney, excuse me, of <laughs> Mickey Kingdoms, not Disney Kingdoms. So let's do it for episode three of Mickey, uh, Mickey Kingdom. Um, it's a long one this time. Um, join us next week. We will be reviewing episode three of WandaVision, and we'll be bringing out our, our topics, and we'll see what those are. Why don't you guys come back next come week? Come listen. <laughs> and one more thing. We are all on social media. Just search Mickey Kingdoms on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. <laughs>